Welcome to Truly Legendary, a beginner's guide to legendary and mythical creatures. I'm your host, TJ. And I'm Jessica. We want to welcome everybody into the podcast. Today we're going to cover a monster that dates back centuries, hundreds of thousands of years. It's been documented both on carvings, through newspapers, and all throughout Scotland. This thing has been reported. A lot of people give different descriptions of it but it still captivates people's imaginations up until this day. Of course, this is none other than the Loch Ness Monster. So the year's 1933. A road just finished around Loch Ness in Scotland, which gives an unobstructed view of the lake, which is just massive. This thing is huge, super deep, super big, a lot of places for things to hide. So this couple decides they're going to take a drive around the lake. They're out driving around, and all of a sudden this thing walks out in front of them they said it's about 12 foot tall and it looked like a giant snake with really little feet hold on it walked yes yes and that's something that confused a lot of people because we always hear of this creature that's just swims but this is 1933 this is at the very beginning of when this myth started so they start describing this thing to a local newspaper that it walked out in front of them huge body they said it was about 12 foot tall from the ground to the top of its head said it was about 30 foot long from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail and these are all guesses they this thing just walked out in front of them yeah and they said they stopped and they watched this thing crawl into the water and disappear and that's one of the first real documented sightings of the Loch Ness Monster. And it doesn't match a lot of what we see today. Like you were talking about a few minutes ago, it's not the dinosaur features that we see and we imagine with the flippers and it's always in the water and things like that. I just, I didn't know that it, quote unquote, had feet. Well... That's, that's depending on who you ask. It's depending baby on feet? Little baby feet. That's what they said. It said very small feet for the size of the creature. And that's the thing. It's, it's inconsistencies with this myth that, that really stick out, but that doesn't mean that any of them's wrong. So the true legend goes back to, like I said, prehistoric times. People think that this thing is a dinosaur that somehow lived in this lake and still lives today. Unfortunately, science doesn't back that up. There's no way that a creature has lived that long in an undisturbed environment and just kept on living. It's just there's no way that has happened. I mean, maybe there's more than just the one. I mean, and I know that, and from what I've heard of the Loch Ness, I mean, there that's been theories that it's 
it's not just one specific creature that has lived this entire time. It's maybe it's had a baby or I mean, but then again, there would have to be two, two of them for that. I don't, I don't know. It's well, and that's the thing. The theories, I mean, any theory you throw out there, people are going to find holes. In yeah. It. But the things that come up that believers use as proof are things like cave drawings from 533 BC that were found around Scotland depicting this giant sea creature that lived in the loch that they would see. And they went to so far to document it because they didn't have any other way. They didn't have writings. They didn't have no. handwriting. They didn't have, they didn't have paper or anything. All they had was cave drawings. They could draw on walls. And if something stuck out to them that much that it was important for them to document, they wrote it on walls. So people look back all the way, at, I believe 533 BC was when they were dated, these cave drawings. That's, that's proof to a lot of people that there's, there at least was something there. Yeah. So other things that people have been using for proof... I mean, there's been pictures, there's been videos, there's been all kinds of things come up over the last century that people are using to say, okay, this is proof that Loch Ness is real. In 1933, a zoologist from Scotland came and took pictures around the lake, and he claimed to have taken this picture that anybody who's ever done any research on the Loch Ness Monster has seen. And it's a very grainy image. Again, this is 1933. The... the Technology for photographs was not very high. I mean, it was very grainy, it was very dark, and you see this shadow-like creature that looks like a snake. You see its head protruding out of the water, and it had a huge hump back, and you can see its tail. And it's just skimming on top of the water. Exactly. Slithery little snake. Exactly. (laughs) Just like that, just slithering right along. And people have pointed to that for almost a century now saying this is proof there's no way that that picture could be doctored at that point in time because they didn't have the technology there's no way for him to really doctor the photo with photoshop they didn't have it there's no way for him to create this thing in the water and people just look at it and they say okay this is real this is true again it's hard to really dictate that. It's really hard to say, yes, this picture was real, this picture is 100% proof, because, again, it's a photograph. Yeah. And it's very grainy, it's very hard to see, it's it's just, there's not a lot there. But you still have people trying to recreate it throughout, again, a century with modern technology, and they're having trouble recreating this photograph. Speaking of recreating, um, and I know this is like left field, but um, what was that show? It was what was it? Factor faked. Yes. Um, did they ever do anything for the Loch Ness? Yes, they actually did. They actually took this picture that we're talking about. That's what I thought. I thought I remember seeing that. One of those pictures. One of the pictures we're going to talk about, and they tried to recreate it, and they couldn't recreate it. accurately from that time period and they then they did and so many people have tried to do that it's not just this show we're talking the fact or fake show which is a great watch by the way if you're into this kind of stuff they take so-called proof of 
supernatural, anything yeah. supernatural, and they try to recreate it or prove it. Um, it's a great watch. It's from like 2011, 2012, but uh, yeah, that's a little left field. Yeah, I, I told you it was. They did, and um, there's been so many people try to recreate it, and people have struggled with it for almost a century now. So since that picture came out, there's been a lot of people who claim to have photographs and things like that that prove the Loch Ness Monster exists. However, many of those have come out to be fake, been photoshopped, been edited in some way, shape, or form, and people just trying to cash in on the legend. In 1987, there began a huge, huge monster hunt. And I know I, I love that term. People are just trying to find this thing. They dumped over $20 billion into trying to find this thing. You said the, $20 billion with billion a B? Billion with a B. That's a lot of money. Yes. And this is not just, I'm not saying just one company did all this. Well, it's yeah. been over since 1987 through about 2010 was how much was that time frame when they dumped that kind of money into it. They brought in sonar. They brought in anything and everything they could to try and find this thing. And there's been blips. There's been things that have come up that are suspicious. Things that, hey, they're, that's not normal. But, again, no real proof has come from this thing. However... And the problem with all of that is the Loch Ness is really murky, isn't it? Yes. And it's, it's very murky and it's extremely deep. That's the biggest issue that they run into. It's not necessarily the murkiness of the water. It's the depth of Loch Ness. So the Loch Ness is 788 feet deep in some parts. It's 23 miles long. So this lake is massive. This isn't something that you can just go out and search in a couple days and you can cover everything. There's so many crevices and things to hide. And that bodes to the myth that's for people to look at and say okay there's plenty of places for this thing to hide we need more technology so they keep dumping more and more technology into it just hoping one day they'll do a sonar scan over one area and they find it and it just hasn't happened there's been no proof and this these people point back to sightings these people point back to okay so many people have claimed to see this thing. It has to be real. Unfortunately. There's so many people out there that like to do fake sightings. Yes. People like to cash in on the myth. People like to cash in and say, okay, yeah, I saw it. Come talk to me. And they gain notoriety from it. They're, they're five minutes of fame, however you want to go about it. But the issue is the inconsistencies. I mean, I told you from 1923, I'm sorry, 1933, this couple driving in a car claimed to see this monster walk out in front of them. Yeah, that's just weird. Especially since this is mainly known as like a lake-dwelling monster. Now, that's the thing. Now, this is back before Loch Ness was really known for the Loch Ness monster. This was the first actually recorded documented sighting this was the first one that was documented in a newspaper of somebody seeing something at the lake so their account is probably more if accurate it's going to be more accurate than a lot of the ones that are seen today 
because of that, because it was one of the early ones. Yeah. But up until now, there's been so many inconsistencies. People see it with feet. People see it, they say it looks like a dragon. People say it looks like a plesiosaur, uh, an ancient dinosaur. Some people said it's just a huge snake. Uh, it doesn't have any limbs. And it's just many inconsistencies that go along with this from the sightings. And they just, they, they don't mesh. They don't work out. So other than just the inconsistencies with the way it looks, its behavior has also been described differently. A lot of people describe it as very docile, very uh, hidden creature that just avoids people. And there have been reports of this thing attacking boats and things like that that are just inconsistent. Um, it could go back to what you were talking about earlier. People are talking about um, this thing possibly having children, having kids, having offspring whatever, little baby you, Loch Nesses little baby Loch Nesses and if that's the case then that makes sense for it being a little bit more aggressive if people are getting yeah. near its offspring near its babies mama Nessie getting protective exactly Nessie being protective and that makes more sense for its um, change in behavior but it's just there's so many inconsistencies with this myth and the part that that I really point to with this thing being a myth. Not facts, not an actual creature, is, number one, the research that's gone into it. The amount of money that people have dumped into finding this thing is just absurd. I mean, $20 billion. With a B. With a B. Again, $20 billion over the last... 30 some odd years to try and find this thing with nothing absolutely nothing i mean you could yeah i was gonna say that's the same thing with a lot of the other myths like bigfoot and exactly mothman new jersey devil man exactly all these other myths and it's it's the thing is you can see more proof from some other myths that we're going to cover but this one there's really not a lot i mean you've got pictures you've got things that people claim to have seen but when it boils down to it there's really not a lot there's really nothing there the other big thing that comes up is how much money this area is making off of the loch ness monster it's a big like tourist attraction exactly there's people that travel to this area of Scotland every single year many many people hoping to get a glimpse of the Loch Ness monster just hoping they could be one of the few that get lucky enough to see this thing surface and not only that they make merchandise they make t-shirts and coffee mugs and hats and all these things with a picture of Nessie on them like all I can think about is um Carl from Jimmy Neutron with the I touched a llama pin be like I've been or I saw Loch Ness or whatever something like that I'm like that, that, I would go for that exactly then <laughs> that's why they do it they know people will come and they will spend money to see this thing or to claim that they've seen this thing or just be be at a place that's supposed to be so mythical and so enchanting and it's a huge tourist attraction now yeah. people aren't really the people they're bringing in are interested in the myth they want to see this 
prehistoric monster, this dinosaur, this dragon, however it's described. But the locals are just using it for money. They're using it to make a bunch of cash. So my question is, and this is just me being me and just questioning everything. Um, Conspiracy theory time. Uh, (laughs) Do you think that they may have actually like found this thing but they haven't said anything because it's it'll like kind of like take away from the from the thrill of like oh i've saw something that no one else has seen or the possibilities there it's a conspiracy theory it it is a conspiracy theory and i don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole yet (laughs) um in our podcast and we'll get to some of these conspiracy theories later on uh, not necessarily with Loch Ness, but with things like Area 51 and things like that. Dun, but, dun. exactly, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it, that they could have found this thing and been like, okay, uh, we're going to leave it alone because... That's a scary monster. Uh, number one, yeah, we don't want to <laughs> mess with this thing. Number two, we can still make money off of it for people coming to try and see it. Yeah. But on the flip side of that... If you're the person that found it, the money and notoriety you would get from finding the Loch Ness Monster and bringing it to the surface for people to see. I don't know. I like my conspiracy my, my conspiracy theory. Like, the person was probably paid, like, an astronomical amount to keep that information quiet. It's, it's possible. It, I mean, it is possible. I mean, they're throwing around $20 billion <laughs> to find it. I mean... It's it's definitely a possibility that locals are covering it up. I really doubt it. But again, that's a that's a conspiracy, and that is out there. That conspiracy theory is out there that they did find it. They have found it, and they found its body years ago. But they haven't told anybody because, hey, they're making money off of it. But all in all, there's really no proof. I mean, it's. We can think and debate and come up with conspiracies all we want, but the proof isn't there. I know. I mean, there's all kinds of images. I mean, if you want to go back to the image from 1934, it's very difficult to disprove just because that zoologist is gone. He's dead. He never admitted to it being a fake. He never admitted to it being doctored. So many people have tried to recreate it and have not had success with it. And they've tried to debunk it as a piece of wood floating in the water or things like that. And that couldn't be done. All these other things. And, I mean, there's still validity behind that one picture that brings so much interest to this case every single year. People travel there and they spend money yeah to look for the Loch Ness monster I mean not just a little bit of money a lot of money number one you've got to travel to Scotland number two you've got to find a place to stay number three you've got to rent boats to go out there's actually get this there's actually a cruise line that is dedicated to the Loch Ness like to go out and try and find it yes hilarious there is an entire cruise ship it's not a huge cruise ship well no i mean yeah it's 
still only like a what twenty six mile, twenty three mile, twenty three mile long, seven hundred thirty three feet deep, but it's an entire cruise ship. People spend days out on this cruise ship. I mean, it's still a cruise. They go out and have their fun. They do their their the normal cruise the, stuff. The, not necessarily the normal cruise stuff because it is Scotland and it's cold, but more typical cruise stuff. But at the same time, they're hoping to see Loch Ness. They are choosing to do this cruise instead of a different cruise because there's a chance they can see Loch Ness. And they're spending more money on this cruise than they would another. And it's going to local businesses and it's going to places that, hey, we can use this. We can monetize this. Exactly. I like how this has just become like just one big like money conspiracy theory between the two of us. Continue with some facts. <laughs> Continue with some facts. So here's the thing. There really aren't many more facts about Loch Ness. I mean, there's a lot of myths. There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of legends. But facts, not many. Um, there's, again, it goes back to conspiracy theories of people wanting to make money, people wanting to get notoriety, things like that. And, I mean, there's a lot of theories we can talk about. Um, one of them is the hollow earth theory that we just had brought to our attention a few minutes ago that there's a theory out there that underneath the Earth's crust that there is an entire ecozone, an entire ecosystem where prehistoric creatures live. I really like that one. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting theory. Um Again, there's not a lot of proof to validate it, but I mean, it's when you really sit back and think about it, scientists think that we've only discovered 13% of the animals on the planet. And what is it that we've only discovered like is it 20% or 25% of the ocean? 5% of the ocean. Oh, okay. So significantly less than what I thought. Yes. There's, uh, when it comes to what we know and what we've discovered, there's not a lot there. It's meany. It's it's very, very small. I mean, if they only think that we've discovered 13% of the animals on Earth, there's a possibility that there is a completely new ecozone and ecosystem that we don't know about underneath the Earth's crust where all these prehistoric animals that we know existed at some point, but... I want a Jurassic Park like type theme park to go down and see them. I know that that would end horribly. Well, yeah, you've seen the movie. <laughs> I know, it but go still. Well. But <laughs> when we really sit back and think about it, there's not a lot of proof that goes along with this myth. There's really not. It's a lot of fun to think about. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of fun to really theorize what this thing could be and what it looks like and. And why it does the things it does, and where it hides, and what it, and, and just everything that we enjoy knowing about animals. It would be great to find a new species that dates back that far that we can look back and say, this is a real life dinosaur. Something that we can show our kids who are, we've got two boys. Yeah. Who, absolutely, my, our oldest is eight, and he absolutely adores. Doors dinosaurs. He knows more about dinosaurs than I ever did as a kid. And the facts that he can pull, like from his little brain about the um, megalodon, is just—it's phenomenal. I love it. I think it's adorable. Exactly. But 
if we were able to take him and say, okay, look, this is a real life dinosaur, it would be incredible. But the truth be known, it's probably not going to happen. It's a, it's a great idea. It's a great theory. And people feed into it. But the proof just isn't there. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is one of those myths that it may just be that, a myth. But that doesn't change the way that this captivates people's minds and it brings people in and it just fascinates everybody around it. And again, there are so many of these myths out there that no matter what, no matter what, people are going to want to believe. Just like we talked about in the last episode with the New Jersey Devil. People in that area have adopted this creature. Whether it's real or not, it affects the way that they think. It affects the way they live their lives. Loch Ness is the same thing. The people that live around Loch Ness have been affected by this creature, whether it's real or not, whether it actually exists or not. To them, it's completely changed their way of life from a century ago. Yeah. It's now something that is ingrained into their society to where people hear of Loch Ness the first thing they think of is the Loch Ness monster and it's changed the way people go about the way they live their lives there they have a new form of income they have a new reason to be proud of where they're from so maybe the question now isn't so much that is Loch Ness real but how has it affected those around it? So before we close this podcast, do you have any questions about the Loch Ness that I haven't answered yet? What does it eat? Are there like big fishes, fishies? No. No. Again, this is something that is just rumored. Is it an herbivore? It's not an herbivore. It's actually rumored to be a, a meat eater, a carnivore. And the rumor is that it just eats a lot. Not necessarily anything big. So just like a lot of little fishies. A lot of little fish. Similar to like what you would think a whale or something like that would eat. Like the plankton. Not quite plankton. Well, no, but like how like the biggest like animal on the earth eats like this itty bitty teeny tiny thing. So it's similar concept, but not the exact same thing. Right. Yes. And that's, that's, again, that's just a theory. That's what people would think. But again... We don't exactly know what it is, so it could be anything. So with that, do you have any other questions about Loch Ness we haven't answered? No, I don't think so. Okay, so we appreciate you listening to our newest episode. We'll be back again in the next week or two to cover another mythical or legendary creature. Again, if you hear this podcast, please give us a review and let us know how we're doing and how you like it. If you have an idea for a legendary creature or monster you want us to cover, comment, let us know, send us a message, and we'll look into it. We'll do our research, and we'll cover those monsters. You mean you'll look into it? Yes, you're right. I will look into it, and you will sit and listen to all the facts that I uncover about these things. And make little stupid comments. That's fine, too. That's my job. That's fine. (laughs) So, again, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review, however you want to go about it. We're also on Facebook. Check us out. Truly Legendary Podcast. 
give us a follow there, and we'll give you updates on our newest podcasts, and we'll put in where we get our information from. So again, we want to thank you, and we'll see you again in the next few weeks. Bye.